you need fear to some extent because without fear, you're not going to be able to have faith in anything. That's the way I see it. This is the Brother Be Well podcast. We focus on the mental health needs of boys and men of color. We bring real talk and deliver life hacks to real trauma so we can be our best selves. This podcast series is brought to you by Sutter Health and the Sacramento County Division of Behavioral Health Services through the voter-approved Proposition 63 Mental Health Services Act. Welcome to Brother Be Well. This is the BBW Youth Chat Series. I'm very excited to discuss our topic today on fear versus faith and how to live boldly. I'm your host, Justin Martinez, and with me today are some incredible guests. We have Brother Be Well advisor, Patrick Ma, and we have our youth guests, Shamar Knox and Jaron Taylor. Thank you all for joining us today. I'm very glad to have you all here. You know, let's jump into this topic and uh, let's start by telling uh, our viewers and, and telling ourselves really, you know, what is fear and what is faith? I think we have a really good conversation in the clinic the other day. As a clinician, um, we have uh, patients from all walks of life into our clinic. And um, I had a very interesting encounter just the other day. Um, one of my patients is happened to be a Jehovah Witness. And if you guys are not familiar, a Jehovah Witness um, person cannot take any blood transfusions or blood products. So in the discussions um, about you know his faith just happened you know in in passing um he mentioned that he cannot take any blood products and as a clinician my initial reaction was fear um i fear for the patient oh my god what happened if you cannot take any blood transfusion in the case of trauma where you were bleeding a lot will you die because of your faith mm-hmm. my patient has a very um different perspective he said that, you know, because he knows that his God doesn't guarantee him tomorrow, it's only today. He lives his day every single day with intention and purpose. So this is a perfect example where faith and fear um, collide. And which one we view depends on how strong your faith is and it depends on the person. To me, um, the, the, the thought of fear came up when it comes to the conversation about his faith. But to him, his faith allowed him to live intentionally and thus boldly. Absolutely. One of the main things is since I hang out with my grandfather a lot, I have I I have fear that I I might have caught COVID or things like that. But I also have to remain faithful and think that well. Like I, I wouldn't say it could it could be one of my grandfather's last days, but I you never really know. When something had happened, my aunt passed away from COVID. We didn't, it just, it, it hit like a flood and she had about two weeks and then they put her on the, I, I forget, I forget what you call the machine, but Life support. they put her on that. Then it was, my grandpa didn't like that at all, but he replaced his, he, he replaced his, he, he replaced his fear with faith. And I feel like that's the main thing that you have to do in a situation like that. Yeah. Thank you for being brave, Shamar, and sharing that. I'm sorry about your uh, family member. Um, and our condolences go out to you and your family. Jaron, what were your thoughts, bud? 
pretty simple, really. Both fear and faith are both very powerful mindsets. Fear kind of what drives you to take a safer option or prevents you from making an option in the first place because you're scared. You don't want to take that risk that could possibly lead to a bad outcome. While faith is very much the opposite. It drives you because you have faith in that cause or because you believe in yourself. It drives you to take that risk because you are betting on yourself more than you're betting on anything else. So they're very two very conflicting, but two very powerful mental states that people are constantly in throughout life in general. Right. No, I uh, I definitely agree with you, Jaren. Uh, I feel like in my life, in particularly, that fear drives me in a way. You know, I really don't like to be scared to do something that's going to be beneficial for me or for my future, for my family. Uh, for my community. I really don't like being scared to do something. So I use my fear to help me steer through that adversity. You know, I'm constantly seeking out adversity so that I can grow and better myself and and, and benefit myself and develop myself into the man that I want to become, you know, and it's a, it's a journey that I'm on every day. It's a process that I have to have faith in, but fear is what's driving that to my to my goals to my uh to my accomplishments or to the dreams that i'm trying to accomplish yeah it makes sense because when when i'm in school i always i always have to replace when i'm getting ready to take a test or something and my grade is when if if my grade is really relying on that test to get an a on then i have to replace that fear with getting in, getting an f or getting or getting anything lower i have to replace that with hope and faith that I'll get an A, that who knows, I get a, get extra credit on that test and my grade could go up even more. Yeah, definitely. You have to have faith. I feel like faith is something that we have to know. We can't see the way, you know, faith is what guides you through the way when you can't really see it, but you know, it's there and it's a vision in your mind and you know that you, uh, you're capable of doing it and it may cause you a lot of fear, but you still have to go forth anyway. You know, you have to go forth diligently and willingly into the unknown, into that fear, that fearful realm. And you just got to you got to attack it fearlessly. So I, I really like that point, Shamar. I like how you describe faith as, you know, believing something blindly. That's mm. um, actually true for many, many people because there have been uh, some hardship, you know, in our country recently. And. And throughout throughout life, really, um, but a lot of people um, can persevere because they have they have faith. Um, I personally have a very interesting relationship with faith because, um, as a gay man, um, you know, many many faith don't um, consider um, my, who I choose to love appropriate um, for their religion. Um, you know, this is getting a little bit more tricky when we discuss uh, this kind of topic. Um, but I think it is relevant in, in the discussion about fear versus faith. Um, I myself is a Buddhist, so I do, you know, I don't um, believe in a god. I believe in many gods because mm. we have many different gods in our religion. Um, but by the same token, I don't go to temple every week or every month to worship because um, it's a different mentality. So for us Buddhists, um, the Buddhist is in your heart. So, you know, we practice our faith. Well, for me personally, is by doing what is right. 
So there's two rules that I live by. One is a golden rule, and I'm sure you guys have heard about it, or some of it, um, is that you treat people the way that um, you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. I usually aim a little bit higher. I treat people with a platinum rule. And the platinum rule is you treat people the way that you think they may like to be treated. The reason behind that platinum rule is that everybody's um, perspective and perception and you know how they want to live their life is very different than yours. You just have to put your faith aside sometimes um, to you know respect and accept that other faith and other religion exists, um, and then we can live you know peacefully and harmoniously among each other. Um, I know personally, it's it's hard for me to discuss this topic because my mother converted from um, Buddhism to uh, Catholicism. And you know, in Catholicism, uh, being a homosexual or being a gay man is a sin. Um, so we don't have the best of a relationship. So for me, faith and fear is always polite. Um, but like I mentioned, which one we do depends on the person. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick, for uh, being so brave, brave and sharing uh, your identity and your story as well, because uh, not to make it just a religious talk, but I'm baptized Catholic. And as I've grown older, I've had to unlearn a lot of things that uh, I grew up, you know, uh, kind of out of my control learning. Um, so my faith now in my life is truly based on just where I, where I see myself and what I want to accomplish as a person, what kind of character I want to uh, own as I move through my life, you know, and the things that I want to accomplish that are uh, solely based on benefiting me, my family, my mother in particularly, and providing a better life for us uh, as a whole, because that's, that's where my faith lies. But um, I feel like I have to do a lot of things that I don't uh, want to do a lot. You know, I have to do what is necessary. I have to do what I need to do. And a lot of those times, that's a lot. Of, it poses a lot of fear for me. But I have faith in the process, you know, and I love to do what I'm scared of that benefits me in that way. So I just wanted to share a little bit of my journey, my story. And, uh, you know, I'll get back to the topic of fear versus faith and how to live boldly. Shamar and Jaren, what are your guys' thoughts? You know, what would you tell yourself or your friends, you know, who uh, maybe live in fear, you know, or maybe have a lot of faith? But maybe those those two worlds kind of coincide together. Maybe we need fear to have faith and vice versa. And what are your thoughts on that? I'd probably say you need you need fear to some extent because without fear you're not going to be able to have faith in anything that's the way i see it but you can't be so fearful to you can't be so fearful to where you don't want to do it that you don't want to do anything like it's, it's just like the times that we're in right now you can't be so fearful that you're not gonna at least maybe go you can go talk to your if you live close by your parents or your grandparents or family you still go talk to them outside. You can stay away. You can stay six feet away, but you can still talk to them in person. But because you you never know, you never know what can happen. You you can you can be fearful, or you can finally go spend time spend some time with your family. Because we we don't know what's going to happen in the situation that we're in right now. We don't know when this could end. Right. 
Right. Uh, I'd like to co-sign with Shamar on that because I think with fear, it inspires faith. And I think fear is one of the biggest challenges people in general have to go through. And it's really just the largest boundary. So once you take that leap of faith, that blind jump to where you can overcome your fear, I think then in general, you'll start having more confidence and start living more of your life. But it's it's really like what I tell my friends, it's really just that one leap of faith that people struggle to take. And it's scary. It's a, it's a very scary situation to be put in. But it's as people in general, we all we all are put into that situation and we all have a choice. Are we going to take that leap of faith and live the life we want to live or are we going to be contained by fear? I have to jump in right now because you got me excited. I love what you said. Fear inspires faith. And I remember a time in my life to where I was fearful to like step into my own greatness or to to live up to my fullest potential. You know, it was there was a lot of fear when I first got to college because no one in my family had ever been to college. But I knew that I wanted to get a degree to set a good example for my family and to make myself proud. You know, my family is going to be proud. But on that journey, man, I had to have a lot of faith in that process and face my fears every day almost. You know, I didn't like to write. Um, I didn't like taking tests. And I was constantly facing those fears. And eventually it just calloused me to face those fears fearlessly. And then when I stepped out of school, I started doing that to develop myself in life, you know, not just in school, not just in the classroom, not just at home, but uh, in, in, in anything that I want to do, you know, I eventually went skydiving and I was like so scared, but there was really nothing to be scared of at the end of the day in my experience. You know, I'm living a life through my faith, through my faith, and I'm living it fearlessly. I'm living it to the fullest. Thanks, Jaren, because that really inspired me. Yeah. Open it back up. Thank you for sharing, Justin. I think that's wonderful that you are able to live boldly. Um, I also just want to remind the viewer at home is faith it just doesn't doesn't only exclusively mean religion. You know, faith yeah. just means that you uh, believe in something bigger than yourself. Um, and I, I will share something since Justin shared his story so excitedly. Um, I I took a leap of faith this past year as well. So. Last year, when I graduated from PA school, I have the option. One, I can accept my um, some of the position that I was offered in primary care, which is not something that um, I'm super excited about, but something that I was trained to do. Or B, I can take a massive pay cut and become a fellow um, at the UC Davis Dermatology Department. And, you know, with possible potential that I may get a position afterwards. It's not a guarantee, it's a maybe. Um, and, you know, I think long and hard and, you know, I didn't rely on my faith or my religion to, to make that decision, but I I was hopeful that if I take this leap of faith, it will lead to something that I truly want and that's how my life gonna be and how I want to, you know, work with my life. And I took that leap of faith it was a massive pay cut. It was really hard. And guess what? This I just recently accepted a position with the UC Davis Dermatology Department. I'll be the first PA in their department. And, you know, I got a job. So the, the leap of faith paid off. Come on, Patrick. That deserves some snaps, man. And only if they knew the journey it took to actually get there, you know. Uh, we could talk for days about our background and what brought us to this moment here and just everything that we had to 
face along the way to get to where we want to go now. And it really makes me uh, think about this question. And I want to ask you guys uh, as well, you know, you really think that fear is something that drives us through faith, you know, can, can, can fear and faith be, be one force together? Do you feel like they, they work together? Yeah, I, I do. I, it's, it's just like you said, when you took that leap of faith in, I believe it was middle school for me in middle school, I, I took a leap of faith and I went to, went to Florida. I believe it was about four or five days. And that was my first trip alone going without my mom. And I, I was really fearful and I was fearful basically that whole trip, but I, the fear starts slowly dissipating into faith. And it was, it was a fun trip for me. And this past summer, I was supposed to go to Paris actually with my school, but when COVID hit, I couldn't do it. And that was, that was, that, that, that gave me a lot more fear because I was supposed to go to Paris and I was supposed to go to Mexico for, for trips. And then when the whole COVID thing hit, I was fearful of both of those trips a lot. And I kept having nightmares and stuff that things happen. But now that I think about it, I know that I, I know that I need to have faith, especially if we go next year, because I'll have a lot of fun and I know that I'll meet new people. And even though my mom won't be there, I'll, I'll, I'll still be able to contact my mom. I can I can write stories to my mom and give them to her when I come back. So I think you just like I said, you have to replace that fear with faith. Mm. Love it. Love it. To me, faith and fear go along the same guidelines as like yin and yang or life and death. You can't really have one without having the other. Because if you take away one, it kind of slowly starts diminishing the meaning of the other one. Like you can't fully live a life if you don't know the meaning of death. You can't fully live in faith if you don't know the meaning of fear. So they very much collaborate with each other in, in order for people to just stay humble and stay amongst themselves and to really thrive throughout the world. Because if you live a world of just only fear, then you're never going to take that risk to step that boundary. But if you live that world of only faith, then you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to keep you grounded because you'll think you'll just be on top of everything and on top of the world. When in actuality, people aren't. We are flawed people, but that's just what makes us great. Say it, Jared. Say it, Jared. Yeah, you have your own show, man. Both of you yeah. and you are. Um, you take the words right out of my mouth. I would yeah. just love to use the analogy of, um, you know, light and shadow. You know, you cannot have one without the other. And the other, another, another analogy that you can use success and failure, right? If you um, have always been successful in every single thing in your life, when you do eventually experience a failure, you wouldn't know how to handle it. So, well said, Jaren, and and I appreciate um, that trend of thoughts a lot because it's really bring it back to the idea of fear and you know faith. Can the two of them coexist? Absolutely, because you cannot have one without the other. And you know, in when we move forward, um, especially next year, twenty twenty one, I think it will be important to to have that little bit of fear because it will keep us in check and stay vigilant until everybody is um, you know protected but also have that faith that it will be a better year. Right, right. And I think what I've digested from listening to you all uh, in closing is that it is okay to, to be fearful. It's okay to be fearful, 
but it's not okay to let our fear fears consume us and 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 keep us away from bettering ourselves you know life is life is scary life is scary but that's also the most beautiful thing about life is because we're constantly in a tangle with with uh, fear and faith every day and the choice to face your fears fearlessly is how we live boldly and i want to thank patrick i want to thank jaren i want to thank shamar for all of your incredible incredible insight and i want to thank especially you at home for joining us and tuning in for another episode of the bbw youth chat series if you enjoy more brother be well content please visit our website at mentalhealthca.org as always i'm your host justin martinez until next time remember brother be well and that wraps up another episode of brother be well Get ready for text and email alerts on more great things happening later this month. I'm Leon Guidry. Check us out next time for more mental health and wellness inspiration. Until then, stay up, family.